Welcome to the 5G Use Cases for the DoD podcast series, part two on augmented reality workforce training hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. Augmented reality is changing the way that the Department of Defense workforce and the warfighter are communicating, training, and providing care. With 5G-enabled solutions, the DoD will be able to improve telehealth, remote support, and overall workflow. And today we're speaking with Carl Dolan, who is the AR VR product leader for wireless edge and IoT solutions at Verizon, and Matt Margolis, who is the director of business development and strategic relationships at Vuzix, to learn how augmented reality workforce solutions paired with 5G will help to support the warfighter. And Carl and Matt, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Great to be here, Matt. Matt, thanks for having us. Sure thing. Yeah, it's great to have you both. And let's just kick it off. So what are some of the challenges that the DOD experiences with respect to workforce training? And we'll start with Carl. The DOD has some unique challenges. And I think one of the biggies for them is dealing with this notion of compressed time. They have less time to get these folks trained. And so how they enable them to have access to training materials all the time is super important. And so augmented reality comes in by giving them the ability to easily reference things, you know, and integrating it with them actually doing the job. So before you could spend a year even training a soldier, say, and now it's whittled down into weeks, but you still have a lot of transfer that you want to do. So you could begin to do that even while they're on the job and train them to very relevant specific tasks as they are actually doing them. So you become much more efficient in how you conduct the training. Excellent. Great insights there, Matt. Would love your take on this. Yeah, no, it's a great question. You know, I even think of my own family. My dad was in the Air Force. He learned his trade there and eventually became a master electrician. And I think that skill gap that you see in core enterprise is definitely taking place in the DOD as well. So as Carl mentioned, I think it's having that over-the-shoulder help that's at your beck and call to really speed up how things get done streamline the process, eliminating travel costs, and just saving money overall. But it's really that that transfer of knowledge from that remote expert, which is super critical, especially when you work with the DOD. All right, great. Thanks, Matt. And if you don't mind, let's stick with you and tell us about Vuzix, what your company does, and how you got started working with the government. Yeah, that's a great question. So back in 1993, our founder and CEO, Paul Travers, had a great idea to become, you know, a VR headset company. So we built a fully integrated VR headset, but we realized that market was going to be a little bit longer in the tooth. And, you know, we thought, you know, let's focus in the wearable displays and that kind of technology. So we moved into building thermal weapon site engines, and we did a lot of work with DRS and Raytheon for the Department of Defense. And a lot of the research and the money that went into our company actually began in, with the DOD. So that's where our history and that's kind of where we began. We did pivot our business in 2013 to smart glasses and now we're starting to do some more work with the Department of Defense and the kind of the U.S. military. So it's a very exciting time for us and you know you can kind of see what's happening with HoloLens and some of the other projects out there that augmented reality is a big deal for the Department of Defense and we're thrilled to see this kind of action in the AR space. Great. Thanks, Matt. And that perfect segue into my next question. So how is augmented reality currently enabling the DOD workforce and the warfighter? And for this one, we'll start with Carl. Yeah, the augmented reality stuff 
is really enabling these folks in four key areas, right? It's, you know, this ability to have the angel on your shoulder, the remote expert, and pull them into it is probably the biggest that we see. Being able to access step-by-step workflow instructions is super helpful, right? Whether I'm working on, you know, building a next-generation aircraft carrier, I'm in the field carrying on some critical activities regarding the enemy, being able to have sort of a heads-up display stepping me through the process and procedure for each tactical situation is super useful. I also can bring up documents on the fly, you know, with simple voice commands. And then finally, it allows me to, to connect to IoT information and, and have a visual heads-up display of what's in sensors, reading temperature and pressure and vibration and things like that, wind direction, wind speed. Some super powerful capabilities are provided via AR. Oh, excellent. Thanks, Carl. Matt, would love your take on this. No, definitely. We're seeing kind of the same kind of traditional uh, enterprise use cases. So it's it's the picking and packing. Um, it's the repairs and maintenance. It's manufacturing. We're seeing a lot of some great use cases there. The other thing we're seeing too is, you know, think of kind of your next gen, the workforce in the DOD and even some of the warfighters is taking the technology that's available to run on the edge, like facial recognition, you know, have your list of nefarious characters that you might be looking for, using the glasses and the technology that's out there to identify those kind of folks to read license plates, run it against a database. And that's where 5G and things get pretty interesting. The other thing that Vuzix is doing, you know, we have a number of defense contractors that we work with today, and we're putting stuff that's a heads-up display that goes in aircrafts that eventually will be in Humvees and also, you know, potentially on the actual soldiers in the field as well. And what this brings is not only just the beginning of intelligence of a display, but also smart information, the ability to tie into different weapon sites, bring that information back. So if you have this, all this information connected, you know, over 5G to a cloud, to another server, you can actually have the folks that are maybe not on the ground, but able to support these folks seeing that same information through the glasses back on their site on their computer. So it's pretty interesting. It's super exciting, and it's great to see the momentum in the space. Great. Now, tell us about some of the benefits that 5G-powered AR technology will provide to the DOD. And we'll start with Matt. Yeah, I mean, what we're seeing, you know, some of the biggest things, I think, is that the low latency, the ability to bring that critical information in. So whether it's in healthcare or you're taking care of patients, caring for your troops or others, I think having that ability to have low latency, which means the camera, the feed you're getting, the illustration on the other side, you're seeing that in real time, almost broadcast quality. What's great is through the wearables and the wireless, the networks that are out there, they're able to deliver you know, up to 4K video, which is just incredible. That's like having broadcast quality television in the field. So that's one great use case. And I think, again, I talked a little bit about the facial recognition, but the more and more that you can run on the edge do that compute and the processing and use the glasses as a smart display will really allow us to have an edge in the field and be able to deliver information real time to our folks on the front lines. That's awesome. Carl, would love your take on that question. Yes, 5G and in particular Verizon's edge compute architecture allow the ability to perform real time modeling. So you end up with capabilities like, you know, digital twin. And this allows you to take and perceive an object like a jet engine that you're working on and rotate it 3D, zoom in and zoom out. I mean, think about 
having a full simulated battlefield there that you can rotate and zoom in and zoom out and understand where the enemy's at and where support is and things like that. And all this gets rendered up in real time because of 5G, the fast speed, the low latency, as Matt said. And you get a number of really interesting possibilities around visual analytics. The computer's actually helping you identify things like threats and display them to you much quicker than you can even process those yourself. So it's a whole completely different world with 5G. Outstanding. Well, really appreciate the time that you both spent with us today. We're at our last question, and it's always our future-focused view, if you will. So the last question is, how do you see these 5G augmented reality solutions shaping the DoD workforce and the warfighter in the future? And we'll start again with Matt on this one. Thanks, Matt. This is a great question. It's always fun to think about the future and what's happening. And just even in our own lives, how Wi-Fi and LTE and 5G are now reshaping our day-to-day activities. So Vuzix, we've been in the market for quite some time making wearable displays and systems. And I think when you take a 5G architecture and you start thinking about putting those packages together with the radio on board the device, and what does that mean to the processing power? How much of those things can you move to the edge? It really gets interesting that you're able to shrink that package. You know, I think we don't know exactly what the future is going to look like, but the ability to bring all of those things into a smaller package and really define what that headset might look like of the future, that's what gets me super excited. So it's, you know, I think a lot of it we don't know today, but I think the ability to think about how this can really reshape and, and shrink the packaging and to deliver those solutions of the future. So I see this a, a closer tie between um, the DOD 5G and augmented reality really becoming a critical package of the future, not only in the workforce, but also the warfighter of the future. Excellent. Carl, what's your future view on this? Yeah, it depends on whether you're talking near-term future or, you know, out there more years. But obviously in the near term, as Matt said, we're working hard on moving the processing and things out of these actual wearable devices and putting them in the network. So the devices become lighter weight. And so the form factor goes down and that increases the battery life. And I mean, it allows you to start seeing this go, not just to real light wear pairs of glasses, but just imagine contact lenses now with the full capability of providing augmented reality and a heads up display. And, you know, at some point even, you know, becoming more a part of person. So it's really going to start shaping the haves and the have nots because the capabilities are so important that augmented reality delivers you'll have connected people versus unconnected people. And in the DOD, that's a game changer, right? That's a different thing, depending on how well AR equipped your team is. Excellent. This concludes the 5G use cases for the DOD podcast series, part two on augmented reality workforce training hosted on Government Technology Insider. As you heard, we spoke with Carl Dahlin, who is the AR VR product leader for Wireless Edge and IoT Solutions at Verizon, and Matt Margolis, who is the Director of Business Development and Strategic Relationships at Vuzix. And we learned about how the augmented reality workforce solutions paired with 5G will help to better support the warfighter and much more for the Department of Defense. And Carl and Matt, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Matt. Matt, my pleasure. Thanks for having us.